0: This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Plated Earth, where we share at least a fraction of the crazy, wonderful, and insightful stories of produce. I'm your host, JJ. Plated Earth is also the official podcast of the Specialty Produce app. Please show your support for us and Specialty Produce by downloading the app, and exploring one of the globe's most comprehensive fresh food databases. Now grab a snack and get ready for the final food fable of the year. Dimitri smiled as he watched a young couple sitting side by side at the community tables of the original farmer's market in Los Angeles. They shared a slice of his honeyed apple pear pie with cold cream, feeding one another giant bites, laughing, tilting their heads back and holding in the crumbs with their fingertips. Newlyweds, Dimitri whispered to himself as he hung up his apron at the pie shop. Garlands wrapped the light posts throughout the market. The green umbrellas that surrounded the community tables were outlined by white twinkling lights and topped with fake snow. Mouthwatering aromas of traditional holiday dishes from around the world danced through the air to the festive soundtrack that played on repeat. Crispy potato latkes, roast goose and turkey, Icelandic leaf bread, Filipino roasted pork belly, and even classic soul foods like fried okra. The bakeries had lines that snaked around the stalls, kids and parents alike licking their lips as they waited for their almond sugar cookies with raspberry jam dip their Austrian vanilla crescents made with ground walnuts and showered in powdered sugar, their speculus, a thin, crisp, gingerbread-like cookie from the Netherlands, and their Mexican butter cookies with holiday-themed sprinkles. Dimitri wandered instead in search for one of his own favorite treats, one from nature. He gathered several pomegranates from one of the farmers, insisted on paying, but the farmer refused. Dimitri settled on trading for two of his pies— one apple, and one persimmon with pecan streusel. He carried the pomegranates over to the community tables on a wooden cutting board alongside a knife. A crowd joined the newlywed couple at the table as Dmitri cut off the tops and scored the pomegranates from stem to end, running the blade down through the white segments that divide the six sections of seeds inside the fruit. It is said that while the Buddha was camping in the kingdom of Bindusara. Many of his wealthy disciples presented him with lavish gifts, Dimitri began. Then, one older, poor woman, who had traveled many miles just to see the Buddha, presented a single, small pomegranate. Dimitri paused and lifted the final, unscored fruit up in front of the crowd before continuing. The Buddha rang the bell of honor in the woman's name as he considered the pomegranate to be the greatest gift Dimitri smiled as he pulled the pomegranates apart into sections and began handing them out among the crowd. Pomegranates have a rich history in cultures and religions worldwide, and in their long history they've been linked to health, fertility, and rebirth. Dimitri took the last full pomegranate, which was scored but not yet pulled apart, and handed it in full to the newlywed couple. Pomegranates can be a symbol of everlasting marriage— and in some countries, where pomegranates are a traditional symbol of fertility, they are also a popular wedding present. He bowed to the couple and said congratulations. They accepted the pomegranate, kissed one another, then pulled the pieces of the fruit apart together. The crowd laughed as they followed Dmitri's lead, flipping the sections of pomegranate open, pulling back the edges and pushing out the seeds, some popping out from the pith freely and flying across the table. "'Pomegranates have played a central role in both spiritual and mythological foundations "'of cultures around the world,' Dimitri continued between his own deep-bellied laughs. "'My mother was Greek, you know. "'She told me many tales from Greek mythology that involved this wonderful fruit. "'One of my favorite stories she shared with me "'tells why pomegranates are only harvested during winter.' "'Can we hear it?' the newlywed couple asked almost in unison. Dimitri smiled. He snacked on a few final pomegranate seeds, and as usual, with a wipe of his napkin across his lips, like a curtain unveiling the opening act, Dimitri began his story. Dimitri spoke It is because of the pomegranate that seasons exist summer, fall, winter, and spring. The fruit symbolizes the cycle of life and death, represented in these seasonal swings. From fertile and flourishing under the warm sun, is shivering, barren, and cold. In the dawning of winter, the pomegranate harvest, a story of Mother Nature is told. In the beginning, a long, long time ago, there were flowers covering the earth all year round. The climate was temperate, so vegetables and fruits could grow freely from the rich, fertile ground. Demeter, goddess of harvest, would walk the earth with her charming daughter Persephone by her side. Wherever they wandered, seeds sprung forth. Beneath their feet, a trail of fruit in their stride. Meanwhile, underground, beyond the river Styx, where the sun does not shine its light, Hades, god of the underworld, burned with desire to take lovely Persephone as his wife. One day, while Persephone was resting by a creek, Hades burst through the earth with all his might. He stole her away, down into the underworld, claiming her beauty for his own delight. Demeter searched for her daughter, but with no luck, she paced the earth with a heavy foot. Flowers ceased to bloom, crops wouldn't grow, fruits of the earth vanished into soot. Meanwhile, underground, Persephone suffered, refusing to eat, drink, or fulfill her needs, until one day, panged by intense hunger, she accepted Hades' offer of pomegranate seeds. "'Eat, my love, don't let yourself wither,' These seeds are jewels to be kissed and savored, Hades said, holding out the beautiful pomegranate fruit. You can't resist its delectable flavor. As Persephone was halfway through the seeds, her mother appeared, regal and mad beyond belief. Give me back my daughter. She was not yours to take, you despicable, greedy, evil thief. Oh, Demeter, I wish I could give her back, Hades said. But as you see, she has eaten food that I provided. By the rules of the underworld, she must now dwell here forever. Careful, Hades, that's Zeus's daughter you've misguided. The two quarreled back and forth and back again, as the earth above grew dreary and cold. Zeus, king of the gods, saw that the mortals were suffering, with no food and no warmth to soothe their souls. So Zeus met with his brother Hades face to face and said, This cannot go on or people will die. As Persephone only ate half of the pomegranate seeds, your rule only half applies. What are you saying? What do you propose? Go on, I'm listening to you, brother. She will stay with you, Hades, for six months of the year, the other six she will spend with her mother. So every year in spring, Persephone comes up to earth. Demeter rejoices in reunion with her child. Tree leaves unfurl, flower buds bloom, the bountiful earth produces fruit, free and wild. But in the fall, Persephone descends to the underworld. Trees drop their leaves like Demeter's own tears. The ground grows cold and infertile as winter returns, the seasons repeating in such a way year after year. The end. Well, folks, that concludes this week's episode and wraps up the first year of the Plated Earth podcast. Be sure to follow at Specialty Produce App on Instagram for some amazing produce photos. And while you're on there, give us a follow at Plated Earth. Tune in again in the new year, and until then, enjoy the holidays. Oh, and remember cauliflower is nothing but a cabbage with a college education. We'll catch you next year.